You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. Well, they say two things in life are certain. We won't talk about the first, but taxes is the other. And it is that season where we got to start getting ourselves together and prepared. And recently, Chuck Bentley of Crown Financial Ministries took a listener question about what to expect for this year's tax refund and filing. So good morning, Chuck. Thank you so much for joining us here for the first time in 2023. Well, hi, Bridget. Hi, Eric. Good morning to you. And it's always a joy to be back. Yeah. In this article, you wrote this answer to the question. Uh, before we get into that, one of the things you do, though, is say, why should we pay our taxes? What is there a biblical reason we should be doing this? Yeah, absolutely, Eric. You know, people sometimes resent paying taxes. We realize the government is often wasteful and bad stewards. And so we we resent that, and some people are even tempted to actually cheat on their taxes, uh, which I've ex- I've written an article about that and the common ways that people try to cheat the government out of their taxes. But Jesus said in Matthew 22, just give to Caesar what is Caesar's. And a lot of times we, and then of course he said, give to God what is God's. Now, we, we relate that to, okay, we pay taxes to Caesar and we pay a tax to God. But in reality, he's saying, let Caesar get some of the money. But you belong to me. Your heart should be fully mine. And so take care of what the government requires of you so you don't have to have that hanging over your head, uh, and then serve me fully. So I think paying taxes is a way to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to honor you by doing the right thing when it comes to tax time. Even when we don't agree with how the money is being spent, Chuck? Yes, yes. You don't have any choice, Bridget. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Can, Can I also ask, though, how much do I, you know, I'm paying for gas to put in my car. I'm paying for my house taxes. I'm paying when I buy a new shirt taxes. I'm paying uh, taxes on this, that, and the other. Why does this one seem to be special? Well, you know, our government has the right to legislate the tax code. And so we only have the right to elect the people and ask them to consider how to modify the tax code. That's our response to the tax burden that we currently have. But this one is special because it's the national government. This is how we fund our defense systems, it's our, our road systems. So many things are supported for the common good that we actually can be grateful for. We have the best road system in the world. We live in a secure country. It's not all going for nothing. We're, we're getting some benefit in return. Yeah. All right. Well, the thing about this year, though, is that there have been some changes to that tax code, and that may impact the refunds that people receive. That was part of the listener question you received. Yeah. um, Generally, this is the national average. The experts are saying that um, they're expecting the tax refund to decrease by about $500. So that's pretty significant. It's been averaging around $3,200. They're expecting it to go to $2,700 because the tax law is changing, particularly post-COVID. There were a lot of incentives to give more during COVID to help people out. And so those are going away. And what that means is that you've made, all of us who get a tax refund, we've made a loan to the government interest-free. And so we shouldn't really be excited about a refund anyway. We've just we're just getting money back that we've sent to them and let them hold for a full year on our behalf. <laughs> All right. But there are some things that um, maybe make that a little less, like you said. The child tax credit is is different this year. There's other things that have changed, correct? 
Yeah, lots of things have changed. Standard deductions have increased. And what that means is that unless your particular category has gone above the standard deduction, then you can't itemize. So you're not going to get as much benefit. For instance, charitable charitable donations, you have to give more than you did in the past. In order to get an itemized deduction, you have to pay more interest on your mortgage, those things that qualify for deductions. So generally, the government is going to collect more money (laughs) than they have in the past. But also income tax brackets, they've also shifted. Yes, they have. Um, You know, about 40 percent pay no federal income tax. So uh, what they're trying to do is to get more people uh, in, in the paying category. And so they're shifting who qualifies and who is exempt from taxes. What about all those um, people that were hired? Were I, How many more tax people are there to answer my questions if I have a question? Is it, is it, is it out there? Are they out there available for me? Or do I have to go this alone almost? Are there people that will answer my question if I call the IRS, I guess is what I'm saying? Well, not only will they answer your question, they will uh, – want to find you if you don't call <laughs> right it may be a don't call us we'll call you I, I don't know it seems doesn't it seem like maybe they're more on the we'll contact you if there's a problem end of things well that's a good question Bridget because actually the IRS only communicates with people by mail if someone calls you and initiates some sort of collection or demand mm-hmm. and say they're from the IRS it's probably a fraud. Mm. They only call you by phone if you're in litigation. Otherwise, it's all by mail correspondence. So that's a good point, particularly during this time of year that people get calls to say, you know, we're with the IRS and we demand you pay now. And there's lots of scammers, particularly for senior citizens. Mm. All right. So what should I be doing? What can I do today to help prepare me? Because uh, I want to get this done as soon as possible. Well, I think filing online is a great idea. I've done it for many years. It's so safe. You can file online, ask for an electronic refund, and file early. I am not one of those people that are counting down the days to midnight at you know, yeah. April 18th. I want to get it done as soon as possible. And what we do at home is anytime we get something that would be uh, an entry into the software that we use, we put it in a separate file. So if we pay our car registration tax, we put that in a file. If we pay, if we make a donation, it goes in a file. So when it comes time to actually do it, we pull out our files, calculate the numbers, and just plug them into the software. It's really pretty easy now. Hmm. Let me also let our listeners know that if you head to ericandbridget.org, we've linked Chuck Bentley's article on this topic of of tax preparation and what to expect this year. And he's got a lot of links that are going to help you um, if you're looking to, let's see, IRS steps to filing. You've got a link for that here, Chuck. You've got a, a refer to this tax prep checklist. So there's lots of links that you have here. Are these questions that you see come up quite frequently? Well, what we try to do when we write an article is we try to be thorough enough so that it's not just informational, but there are actually links to help you get it practically done. Uh, we think filing your taxes is very instructive and informative. It's educational of how you actually spend money, where your money is going, and we recommend that people get really organized. And if you can, do it yourself. Now, if it's complex, hire a professional. But if you can do it yourself, you're going to learn a lot about your behavior with money. 
and sort of be better at it the following year. So we put all of those links in there so that a person can get the article and really do better at understanding their financial management and getting their taxes filed correctly. One of the interesting you have here is avoid these common tax myths. And it takes you to the, the link, then takes you to a Forbes uh, article. Cryptocurrency. I don't know how well versed you are in crypto, but uh, <laughs> there are some myths about cryptocurrency and taxes, aren't there? Well, not only that, but a lot of times people are just confused. They think if they work from home, they can make an automatic office deduction. They may not have to defend that. Uh, sometimes I've even thought this before. Well, my, my child is a student. Maybe they don't have to pay taxes this year. There's a whole lot of those things where we can make an assumption about what is and isn't correct and get hurt by it. So I think that's a great link for people to be aware of. Mm. There's, okay, there's adjusting our withholding status. That's something we want to consider for the next year. Again, lots of information at this article. We've got it linked at ericandbridget.org. All right, what if I don't pay my taxes? What <laughs> what can I expect? First off, if you're at that point, find out there's a link here on filing an extension. Okay, that could be very important for you. But if I get to the point where I'm like, I, I I don't know where to go here. What happens if I don't file? Well, they're going to come after you and they're going to charge you penalty and interest for all the, you know, the months or years that you failed to pay on time. What's far better than that, Eric, is to actually either ask for an extension or ask for a payment plan. This years ago, I actually did that. I mean, this is not theory to me. I owed taxes and didn't have the cash. So they put me on a 12 month payment plan and I paid the IRS over a 12-month period, and it worked out just fine. So uh, they were actually good about it. Uh, mm. They they didn't bother me. They just said, yep, we'll do that. Thanks for being honest about it. Here we go. All right. What if I'm on the other side, though, and I get a windfall, your $2,700 or whatever that is? Yeah, there's something really positive to do with that. I know you said it, it's, it's a loan that we gave them, but if we do get that, we could do something positive with it, you're saying, and uh, go straight after our debt, right? Well, that's what I think. You know, a lot of people consider their tax refund a forced savings account. They're they're happy about it. They're like, oh, gosh, I didn't set aside much money this year. So now I'm getting this windfall back. Let's say it's $2,700 average. I recommend using it to pay down debt. That's the biggest return on the money because that's usually the biggest expense that you have. You're probably if you have credit card balances right now that you're paying almost 18 or 20 percent interest on those balances. Just get rid of it. And then I would recommend try not to get a refund next year. (laughs) That sounds so crazy, but it'd be better if you could to just increase your deductions, increase your withholding so that the government's not sending you money back every year. And then there's also help paying off that debt. But if you would like a help in making sure you don't get back into debt, you also have a link to Christian Credit Counselors here. So lots of great information and help for you. We've got this article and really the website to Crown Financial Ministries linked at ericandbridget.org. Thank you, Chuck, for your mm-hmm. time this morning. I know you are always directing us to that uh, uh, Christian Credit Counselors. They, they do a tremendous help for our, our friends, don't they? Oh, they're just fantastic. For people who just can't get that balance paid off, I do recommend they contact them. It's such a wonderful service. We've been uh, directing people there for years, and we always get great reports back. But thank you, too. Thank you both for what you're doing. I hope you're having a a great uh, start to your new year, and I look forward to being back with you next time. 